0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. As always, it's your host, Kelly. I hope you guys have had an awesome week. I have some exciting news, and hopefully it's been posted on my story or page by now. I've been waiting for a link. I haven't gotten it, and I kind of teased it super early. So if you listen to the podcast, I want you guys to know you're not the first to know. I'm sorry. I did tell the Facebook group about this. But April 25th, I'm going to be doing a live podcast at Zany's in Nashville, I really hope you guys can make it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I ended up getting a 90 minute set, so I'm gonna have two guests come on and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I really can't wait. I hope you guys can make it if you're in the Nashville area or just like come for the weekend. Nashville's a lot of fun. But I'm giving you guys, I'm trying to give like a, um, I guess it's a little over two months. So it's a little over two month notice. Um, My parents are gonna come, my best friends from back home, a few of them are gonna try and make it out, and it's gonna be a good time. Of course, I know who you guys are thinking is one of the guests. I'm sorry, it's not Jay or Kristen. You probably know who the guest is, but the second guest—it's gonna surprise you. She is—it's a girl. She's gonna surprise you, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So, like I said, I'm hoping the link is already out there. Hopefully, you guys bought the tickets. If not, it's gonna be twenty dollars, and four p.m. April twenty-fifth. Zanies in Nashville. I'm so freaking excited. I still can't believe it's happening. A 90 minute set is going to be crazy. I am hoping that they'll allow me to leave like the last 20 minutes to kind of do like a, I don't know, like a mock meet and greet type thing because I didn't feel right like selling VIP tickets. I know a lot of people do it, but for like, you know, just for you guys to come and spend 20 bucks to like hang out with me for a while to listen to me do the podcast, that's super cool. And I didn't want to have you pay like 40 bucks to meet me. I felt like that was kind of weird. So hopefully the last like 20 minutes, I'll be able to hang out, talk with you guys. And yeah, I'm really, really excited. So April 25th, I hope I see you there. I'm also very sorry that it's not Lauren coming on the podcast. A lot of people guessed that and I was like, "Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say never going to happen because I didn't think this live podcast thing would happen. So there is a chance that Lauren maybe one day will come on the podcast, but that's not what's happening right now. Also, just a heads up, I do have a lot of clips for this episode. I think they're good ones. There's one I'm a little nervous about. I'm a little nervous of the Spencer and Lauren showdown, but I think we got this. I think we got it, guys. So this episode is episode six of season two, and it is called You Have to Choose. And we're getting into it. We're getting into the thick of it when it's Lauren versus Spencer. And eventually, of course, it becomes Lauren versus Spidey. So, this, like I said, this episode is the beginning of the end for Lauren and Heidi. And, you know, she's doing the recap. Every episode, like, she does the whole recap of what happened that episode before. And she ends this one by saying, as her best friend, I was the only one who could tell her she was making a mistake. Why am I Lauren Conrad? <laughs> I swear, because I grew up watching her, I was like, you're supposed to do all this. <laughs> And you know what, I actually, I don't think there's anything wrong with telling your best friend if you're worried about who they're dating. Like if they're dating someone who's no good, you should probably tell them. But then there's also those moments where it's like, how do you know when to not cross a boundary? So one thing, now they're broken up. So I feel like it's okay. I can talk about this. And I don't think she listens to the podcast. But one thing I'll always regret is that my friend was dating this kid for a long time and I was kind of like their third wheel all the time. And one night he got a little inappropriate with me, like he touched me and stuff. And we were all drinking and all this stuff, but she had gone to bed. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, but I never told her because I was nervous she'd get mad at me. So sometimes I'm not Lauren. And sometimes in those moments, I probably should have spoken up. But I also didn't want like to, I don't know, lose either of their friendships, if that makes sense. But after that moment, I did really stop hanging out with him specifically. Like I'd still hang out with her. But if she was like, I'm going to bed, I wouldn't hang around any longer. Because like I said, like that's what we did. It wasn't weird until it became weird. All right. Sorry for my little personal side rant. But anyway, we start off at breakfast with Lauren and Heidi, and Heidi says she's giving Spencer another chance. And like the way Heidi speaks when she's trying to be serious really annoys me. <laughs> and I've like really noticed that rewatching. She's like, I've decided to give him another chance. Like trying to sound like somebody from like a soap opera or something, like very serious. And it's kind of like, oh my god. <laughs> but Lauren tells Heidi that she sees so many similarities. Between Spencer and Jason. The number one being mind tricks. Like messing with her head. And Heidi doesn't like that. Heidi says it's way different. And... Then Lauren says, it's not. He's not a good person, and I'm telling you this as your friend. And immediately she just goes, I'm just going to have fun. But I do understand why Heidi wouldn't want to really get into this conversation. She's kind of like, I'm just trying to enjoy my orange juice and muffin, and now we're talking about how awful my boyfriend is. And I'm about to play an audio clip. I just like to give you guys a heads up because I know sometimes they can be loud it's funny someone was like well can't your sound like engineer fix it I'm like sound engineer it's me <laughs> hopefully hopefully I'm gonna be upgrading my laptop and kind of fixing a lot more stuff because I am hoping that the podcast continues to grow and that I get to do more live shows and all this stuff and I'm like maybe I should actually invest a little bit more into this because these people are investing their time and they deserve good sound clips but here we go you know
1: really like I feel like I can't even talk to you like you're my best friend right now because you're not gonna listen to me and you're gonna get Who's to say he can't change?
2: I hope he changes. That would be like ideal for me. I, I want. So can I give him that chance? Well, it's like, is it going to be this huge elephant in the room? Or are we not going to be able to like be close? Are we not going to be able to talk? Are you not going to so be friends?
1: I just, just understanding. You know that I think you really shouldn't be with him. I just, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I don't want to hear about him. And I just, I don't. I'm never going to hang out with him.
2: So, you know, if it's like, if it's going to come between us, and if you're going to like be mad at me and not be able to be around me, then it's like. So you know what?
1: But in my two cents, and you know how I feel, I'm going to be there for you when he screws you over. Because
0: he will. And I will say, I do not think Lauren was being very fair in that clip. See, I can I can notice when Lauren's not being good. I know that I love Lauren, but I can understand how people would be like, well, she's being a bitch in that clip. And I'm like, yeah, she is being an asshole in that clip. Like, it's one thing to not like the person that your friend's dating, but then there's also, like, you should be there for them. Like, it is your friend. Um, a couple of, I mean, I dislike a lot of my boy um, friends' boyfriends. I will say that. And I blame Lauren Conrad for that. But I also blame my friends not having great tes- taste in men for the most part. <laughs> Some of them listen to this and they're going to be like, wow, fuck you, Kelly. <laughs> but anyway, I don't think that's fair. I think that you should be able to talk to your friends about anything. And you should be able to tell them when your friend is, or when your boyfriend's being an asshole But I will tell you don't only tell your friends the bad things because there have been moments where I don't like people in general because I only know bad things about that person does that make sense so if you're always sitting there being like you know he does this he does that he does this and it's like complaining and complaining why am I gonna want you to be with them so keep that in mind (laughs) the next scene we're at bread bar with Spidey I'm gonna start saying Spidey when it's the two of them It's funny. I don't know if any of you guys watched Chelsea Handler, Chelsea Lately, the um, talk show that Chelsea Handler had. But eventually they all stopped referring to Spencer and Heidi as like humans after the Hills ended because of how annoying they were. She would call them herpes one and herpes two. And I don't know if you guys remember E! News did like this big poll and they're like, do you want us to even talk about Spidey anymore? And everyone voted no. So then E like blocked speaking about Spidey. What a time to be alive. But anyway, Spencer gives her a dozen roses and he says with his teeth, God, I wish I wasn't such a jerk to to you in the beginning and made your life a whole lot easier. Talking about like her, her relationship with Lauren. And Heidi quickly goes, she loved you at first which is so insane to think about. Imagine Lauren Conrad and Spencer Pratt getting along. I just, it's so hard for me to imagine, even though we saw like a clip where they were kind of getting along. But Heidi's nervous to be, it's gonna be awkward between her and Lauren. It admits that when Lauren was with Jason, they were barely friends because Heidi didn't like him. So a lot of that we didn't get to see. A lot of people are always like, well, you know, she wasn't mad at Lauren when her and Jason were together. But that doesn't sound like it's true. It sounds like they did have a big falling out and, like, didn't speak. But it just wasn't on TV, so we didn't see it. And then he's like, what can I do to make Lauren like me? And Heidi goes, you have to prove yourself. And he goes, to Lauren? Like, all disgusted. It's actually pretty funny. And then Spencer asks if they're having a slumber party. And Heidi says, yes, we're having a slumber party. Gross. Like, that just kind of grossed me out. Just be like, are you spending the night at my place? Like, Ugh, I don't know. That's that wording kind of grosses me out. Slumber party. Slumber party. I think of like like young kids. Sleepover. Let's say sleepover. That's more mature. (laughs) So in this next scene, Heidi walks in with roses and she's walking into the apartment and Lauren's there. And I actually said like out loud, I was like, oh, shit, because sometimes I forgot how nasty Lauren could be, like how savage she could be. And like I said, Heidi walks in and says, Spencer got flowers for you. And then Lauren says, how nice. Maybe he'll give them to Audrina tomorrow. Ooh, burn. I tried to do that in like the Emma Stone voice from Easy A. Ooh, burn. And then it gets awkward and Lauren picks up her cat and like kisses her cat's face while Heidi's just like bopping around the apartment. She's packing an overnight bag because she's having a slumber party. And when she's leaving, Lauren's like, you're not spending the night here? And Heidi's like, no, I'm not. And then she just leaves. Like, she's just gone. And Lauren's sitting there for one second. And Audrina calls Lauren, like like I said, the second that Heidi leaves. She invites Lauren over because, in Audrina's words, she has a bunch of food. Now, what does she offer Lauren? She says she has a bunch of food. Well, she says, I can make lasagna or a salad. Those are two very different things. (laughs) I don't know. It just kind of like made me laugh that those are the two options she had. Not like, let me make a burger. Let's order pizza. She's like, I can make lasagna or a salad. That's it. (laughs) You know, I actually kind of forgot that Audrina lived in their apartment building because Lauren's just like walking down the hallway and ends up at Audrina's apartment. And I was like, oh, yeah, she lives there. And when she gets there, Audrina lets her know that her and her mom actually already made spaghetti. So they just have to heat it up. It's not lasagna. I guess it's like kind of like lasagna, but it's not lasagna or a salad. It's spaghetti with like meat sauce on it. And Audrina is shocked that Heidi took Spencer back. She felt and she said, she's like, I feel like Spencer was trying to use me to get to Heidi, which I actually agree with. And Lauren goes, I could never see you with Spencer. And then Audrina goes, oh, my God, me either. (laughs) Well, I, I love Audrina, that little weirdo. She's so weird, but I love her. And now we have a Lauren and Audrina conversation over some pasta. So I'm going to play the clip. I
1: feel like Spencer's going to be putting ideas in her head. Like,
0: oh, That's Lauren, what she's already he, this. Remember he told her, oh, Audrina and Lauren
1: are just trying to, like, get you against me. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to turn. It's going to hurt her. Like, she's already in, it seems like, over her head. No, she is. I'm just, it's just something. so much easier to get out before you're, before like, Before you're so... in too deep. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's going to be really bad.
0: So the two girls are obviously worried about Heidi and it seems like maybe they think Heidi's very naive when I think the whole time Heidi was friends with Lauren she was just like ready to become famous so maybe she was a little manipulative rather than naive even though she is from like a town of like 30 people in Colorado but the whole time during that clip all I could look at was Lauren Conrad's Kabbalah bracelet I don't know if you guys remember when like Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher would wear Kabbalah bracelets and Madonna wore them too and nobody really knew what it was. Well, maybe people did know what it was, but I didn't know what it was. But I told my mom, I'm like, I want a Kabbalah bracelet. And she was like, absolutely not. (laughs) So now we're at Teen Vogue for a Whitney moment. We all need a Whitney moment every now and then, especially when you're, you know, when you're stressed out, Whitney Port is there to help you if you're Lauren Conrad. (laughs) But Whitney asks if Lauren's resolved anything with Heidi. And Lauren says, Heidi is never home. She's like, She's never home. We can never really talk about it. And I also said that I don't like him. So she doesn't like that very much. And Whitney says something very, very wise. And I feel like this is something a lot of us has go- have gone through with our friends. Or maybe we realized we were getting kind of too lost in a relationship. But Whitney says, it's one thing to have a boyfriend. It's another to just abandon your whole life. Hell yeah, girl. You speak the truth, Whitney. Whitney's like the wise old owl. <laughs> Whitney's the one with wisdom. And Lauren feels bad because she did admit to disliking Spencer. She's like, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. That is basically how the rest of the series of The Hills go, except she's like, no, I'm glad I told you I didn't like you. The next clip is Heidi and Spencer. They're walking down the street. Or I guess I should have said Spidey, huh? I said I was going to keep whatever. Spidey's walking down the street and they're like, holding hands and he's spinning her around letting us know that they're very lovey-dovey right now and they're a very serious couple and they were like probably paparazzi because they always call the paparazzi on themselves but Heidi invites Spencer to go to the club with her and Lauren and Spencer says I really don't like that girl he's like I'm not gonna go I really don't like that girl. But Heidi really wants him to go. There's like a little more conversation than that, but that's that's the basis of this little hand holding skipping down the street love fest that they have going on. She wants him to come to the club with her and Lauren. So Lauren the next scene is Lauren, Bunny and Heidi, they go to the club. And Brody and Spencer are there, and Audrina's there wearing a really cool beanie, and she's sitting next to her friend Clint, who we've never seen before, but he looks like someone that Audrina would date, but I'm not sure if she's dating him. But there's like a funny moment between Lauren and Heidi, and they're both super fucked up. There's no doubt about it. But Heidi's like, do my boobs look big? And Lauren like moves her hands and like jiggles her boobs a little and goes, yeah, they do. And that's a real best friend moment. That's a best friend moment that we don't get to see often between the two of them after this episode. So Audrina spots Spencer talking to another girl. It seems like she's not sure if Heidi's there because she says, I wish Heidi was here. She won't believe me and Lauren. So maybe she knows Lauren's there but she doesn't know Heidi's there, I don't know. Audrina ends up pulling Lauren aside and like sits her down and Lauren looks all fucked up, she looks a mess and points out Spencer who's talking to a blonde model. And, and Spencer says this thing that's really gross, and he goes, lick my neck, and I'll bleep. They literally bleeped out the word, but it looks like he says come, which is disgusting. Anyway, anyway, like that's what he says to this blonde model, and again, like I said, Heidi and Spencer can say that everything they did on the hills was fake, but I don't believe it. So Lauren wants Heidi to leave, and Brody's trying to stop her. He's like, Sp- Heidi's in love with Spencer Just let them be happy Let them hang out And she's like no He's talking to another girl <laughs> L- Drunk Lauren does not play Let's be clear Drunk Lauren is a monster of her own And then like Spencer comes out of nowhere And kind of like grabs Lauren And pulls her away I don't know It's really If anyone like grabbed me like that When I'm drinking I'd be like what the fuck Who are you Especially if it's someone you don't like But I do have an audio clip um, So I'm gonna play that It's
2: fine if you don't like me you don't mean but let's not make it difficult for you to be best Just friends. you make. You, you made a little comments like this. I don't want to be in a room with Spencer when you're I here. didn't
1: say that. I said I don't really want to sit back and watch Spencer use you. That's what I said. Okay. Every time
2: I see you at the club, you're hitting on other girls. Relax. I can deep breath. Heidi knows everything. Heidi gets me. She knows who I am. We understand each other. That's fine. You may not get that, but Heidi gets you know, everything. You know what I'm Look at me. Good for you, and Heidi. It's
1: nothing against you. I don't dislike you as a... And
0: And I'm trying to think, obviously, I haven't rewatched The Hills like I've rewatched Laguna. I said that before, but I'm like, is that the only real scene we see with these two like interacting one on one? I feel like it might be, although I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But let's be clear. Rule number one, don't confront a girl when she's wasted. (laughs) That's the only rule. There's no more rules other than that. Drunk Lauren is my favorite. She's very intense, kind of scares me. But sometimes she can be really funny, which we like as well. And Lauren ends up leaving. She walks over to Jennifer Bunny and she's like, Spencer just yelled at me and is all mad. Heidi's not in that group, I don't think. But Spencer says to Brody or Heidi, I don't know. I didn't write down who he says this to, but he says, I'm not going within five feet of her for the rest of my life. Nah, but you're still going to talk about her for the rest of your life, aren't you? And I'm going to talk a little bit about that and my feelings about, like, the Very cavalleri episode that's coming up after this episode recap. But Heidi ends up comforting Spencer and Lauren leaves in a yellow taxi. Because back then... There was no such thing as Lyft or Uber. The next day they're at Brody's condo and Lauren walks in and Brody's trying to figure out what the drama is. Like he's she, he's like, I don't know why you and Spencer hate each other. And Lauren explains about the Audrina thing and Brody just laughs. Brody's like, that's pretty funny. And Brody says, maybe Spencer feels threatened by you because you told Heidi that you don't like him. Lauren kind of like rolls her eyes. This is, Lauren is not taking any advice in this moment. She's very much like, no, it's all him. So she ends up saying, I would never choose a guy over a friend, ever. That's my girl. That's my girl, Lauren, (laughs) making me have really bad habits from a young age. I think Lauren needs therapy. I think that's a big, you know, when you're in your early 20s, a lot of shit happens. You need to go to therapy. (laughs) Everyone should go to therapy. Anyway, no more to therapy talk. We're talking about Brody and Lauren. So Brody's like, well, Heidi seems happy, and Lauren goes, I watched my best friend cry because of what your best friend did. Very quickly, Brody realizes that there is no winning this argument. You cannot win if you're talking Spencer against Lauren. Lauren is going to tell you why Spencer's a horrible person, and you're going to have to accept that because Lauren is not going to lose that fight. Spencer's terrible. The end. (laughs) Right after this, there is a Brody and Spencer bro chat moment. It's really short. It's only like a 30, 45 second clip. And Spencer says, Lauren needs to stop worrying about everyone else. He's like, she needs to stop worrying about everybody else. Focus on herself. Brody agrees. And he's like, but she seems kind of upset. Like, it's just kind of a dumb scene. And Spencer's like, I don't care. And then he's like, you know what? I bought flowers for Heidi and Heidi said they are from me. And Lauren actually believed it. He goes, I wouldn't spend a dime on that girl. And that's the end of the scene. Like I said, just a little bro chat to remind us that Spencer hates Lauren. Brody's going to be in the middle of this. So production's like setting it up like, okay, so Brody's cool with Lauren still, even though Spencer hates Lauren. And Lauren's cool with Brody. Even though Brody's best friends with Spencer. But anyway, this is, it's going to be a whole complicated mess. Now we're at Bolt House, but we don't see my crush Brent Bolthouse. Spencer calls Heidi's flip phone and tells Heidi that Lauren says she's unhappy. He's like, I just talked to Brody and she told Brody that you're unhappy. And Heidi's like, I'm happier than I've ever been. I've never been this happy. And then Spencer starts to plant little seeds. He says, I don't see how you can even live together. Guess what that means? She's gonna move out. And she's like, this is a bad situation, Spencer, but I just want it to be normal. The end, the end of that moment. (laughs) Now we're at Fitum, which we are never at because Lauren didn't really attend there. Well, she attended, but like wasn't there a lot and was basically only there to film. And Lauren looks very stressed and miserable in class, like very stressed. A lot of running her fingers through her hair and like resting her hands in her, or resting her face in her hands and just not looking great. Hi, Lauren's, Lauren, this is taking a toll on our girl. And then Lauren's driving home and looks even more stressed. And you know what? I get it. It's not, it's hard to have a roommate to begin with. But if you're living with someone who you're starting not to like, it's tough. Like my last roommate situation, it unfortunately ended not great. Like it ended kind of rough. Um, now we're cool. We're cool now that we don't live together. But like going home some days, I'd be like, fuck, I hate this place. And I'm sure she, she thought the same because I wasn't the easiest roommate all the time either. But even go, say going into work and you don't like your job, it's like you're walking in every day feeling miserable. So I get it. I get this feeling a lot. Now we're at the apartment and Heidi is in the kitchen and it's awkward, but the cat makes a lot of appearances in this episode. So that's that's fun. We like that cat. <laughs> I forget the cat's name, but I, um, Lauren walks in and the cat's like right at the door. And then while she's making a turkey sandwich, the cat jumps on the counter because it wants a little piece of turkey. And then it starts. Heidi's like, do you think I'm unhappy? And I'm going to play the clip. It's a longer clip, but it's worth it because of all the angst and feels that it gives us.
1: But you have chosen for the last week and a half. Lauren, don't even say things like that. It just sucks, Heidi. I was the only one of your friends who was going to say something to your face, and it sucks that I
2: did, and I really regret it,
1: and next time I won't.
2: Don't walk away like that and just say something like that. It's like it's not about that. It's like I don't want to fight you, with you. Right I now. don't want to fight with you. Period. You're my best friend. I love you more than anything. You don't think I want my life sucks when it's not fine with you. It's like you're one of the most important people in my life ever in my world. It's like I care about you and I love you more than anything. It's like, really, Heidi? Because I really think that you would have made time. You keep saying like, oh, you don't want to choose, but you have. I haven't chosen. Don't make it like that. I haven't chosen. It's not like that at all. It's like, I would love to spend time with you, but I don't want it to be awkward time. Like, I want it to be normal, Heidi born time. And it's like, I feel like it won't be that way. i long as Spencer's in my life. I, how, why not? I told you it won't. Talk I don't know. About it's it. like, I, I feel like, I don't know, it. but I still feel like there's this weird space between us. Do you not feel like that? Like, hey, okay, Heidi, how would you feel right now? If I was like, I'm going to go
1: hang out with Jason, I like him. Again. It's a whole different no, issue. No, no, it's not. It's oh, not. really? You came to me and you said all these things and you put online. you're like, I hate him because I know what happened. I'm saying that I went to you and I made a risk and I said, this is all this stuff. I know it's going to be awkward, but I think it's more worth it for me to say these things to you. I really, like, I hope that you wouldn't make me a it, but you really... First thing you did was go and tell Spencer, oh, Lauren hates you, Lauren hates you. So it's I didn't awkward. I can't
2: say Lauren hates you, Lauren hates you as she's. Like, why would, well, he, why sucks. would he buy me
1: flowers? Why would he buy me flowers if you didn't say anything?
2: I, those were my flowers. I was just joking. Like, here, Spencer bought you flowers. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a joke. Like, look, he bought a tree of flowers. He bought you flowers. Like, I'm sorry.
1: I really, like, I don't even
2: want to talk to you. No, Warren, you can't just shut yourself off like that. It's like, I'm reaching out. I'm trying to have a conversation
0: with you. And that's the episode. I think that fighting with Lauren Conrad sounds like the worst time in the world. Um, she's definitely not someone you can fight with. Or maybe I'm sure she's grown now. So this is, like I said, whenever I'm talking about them, it's like young 20s, 20-year-old. Obviously, they've grown since then. You hope. I don't know if Spidey's grown since then, but you hope. But yeah, it's really it's really difficult. And it is difficult to be on both sides. I think it's really hard if you are really in love with someone who your friends really don't like. But it's also hard being the friend who feels like they're losing their friend to this guy. Even if the guy's like a good guy, it's kind of like, shit, well, where's our time? Like, we used to always hang out, and now we never hang out, and I never see you, and that sucks, too. It's very, it's very complicated. I think friendships are harder than relationships, especially when you get into a relationship. Does that make sense? But that's the episode, and Lauren said that, like, when she didn't want to film, she would just lock herself in her room, because I think it became a rule that there was no filming in her bedroom. I feel like that's a rule that I heard her say, but I don't know if I'm 100% correct. So this is the beginning of the end for our girls Heidi and Lauren in the beginning of Spidey. So this week I'm going to talk a lot about the Jersey Shore. But before I do that, um, I want to talk about Very Cavallari. I had really high hopes after last week's episode, but they let me down as usual. The whole top shoppers thing was very weird. And Kristen acting like she didn't know people were like connected with her... And not just the jewelry was also weird. Like, no one would know about Uncommon James if Kristen wasn't the face of it. And people care about Kristen, you know? There's a reason she's still relevant after all this time. After Laguna ended, like, if people didn't care, they could just, like, not. I mean, she wouldn't be where she is, right? It's all weird. It was just a weird episode. Also, when PJ asked Brittany if she was beyond repair, my jaw, like, dropped. I like I understand it was likely staged, but what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, Are you beyond repair? And she's like, uh no, what? So these two have been together since like October for my Instagram digging, and her scene at Losers was filmed like early January or maybe like late December. I'm I'm not sure if Kristen like doesn't realize that literally everything gets posted on social media so we know when timelines don't add up, or if she doesn't care because we're watching anyway. Either way, like, Kristen wins. <laughs> we can make fun of her for it, but we're still talking about Very Cavalry and we're still watching it, so touche to Kristen. Next week, Heidi and Audrina show up, and all I can say is no one works harder than the e-producers, and I saw a clip from the um, from the episode coming up. Can I just say, like, keep Lauren Conrad's name out of your mouth, Heidi. I'm so sick of her and Spencer still talking about her, like, She's doing great, she's moved on She doesn't, like, I don't understand I guess it's all that they have, I really But, it's like, stop it Stop it I mean, even on their, like, Us Weekly cover After Gunner was born One of the little bullets on it It was like, um Did Lauren send a baby gift? Stop it, guys. I'm so sick of Heidi bringing up Lauren. And that's all I have to say about that. So get ready for probably a rage rant at some point during the podcast next week after this episode comes out. So here is a Demi update. I'm very nervous about my girl Demi Lovato, guys. I feel like I need a corner specifically for Demi and Justin Bieber updates, (laughs) And over Super Bowl weekend, she was partying at a strip club with Patriots player Julian Edelman and a few other celebrities, and I'm just worried. Listen, I understand that people can go places and be sober, but Demi, I just worry about her. I think she's doing a lot really early, and seeing partying at a club is, like, scary for me. (laughs) It triggers me. And there's a lot of blinds, celebrity blinds, suggesting that she's using again, but I'm really hoping that she's just trying to learn how to have, like, fun sober. You guys know I love Machine Gun Kelly, but even, like, seeing her hanging out with him, I'm like, what the fuck? He's he's so, like, not sober. He's the opposite of sober. And Demi posted the video of her at a strip club, but it quickly got deleted. Like, she quickly deleted it. Probably because she knew it wasn't the best look. I mean, I don't expect her to, like, sit at home all the time. I'm just, I'm nervous. I hope you understand. She, I I mean, even during her, like, YouTube documentary, she wasn't sober for that. She admitted to that, and she kind of, like, played up the whole sober thing, as did Jason Waller. I'm kind of curious how, uh, he hasn't really, like, opened up about that much. Like, he had a three-year relapse at one point, but he was still accepting awards and talking about sobriety, and it's kind of like... I'd like to dig into that with him. That's something I'd love to ask Jason about. He probably would never talk about it, or maybe he would. He's actually pretty open. So maybe one day, if I can get him on the podcast, him and I can talk about that a little bit. A follower did DM me saying that she saw Justin Bieber. He's like a surprise guest on Jimmy Fallon, and he looked good and he sang well. So let's hope. I'm hoping Bieber can really pull through. I don't think a stadium tour is going to happen for him still. I think that's a lot on him, especially since he couldn't finish the tour last time he was on tour, like five years ago, four years ago. But let's hope. Let's put it out there. Let's hope Bieber can get it together, even if I'm not a fan of his music now. I mean, you never want to see somebody go through that, especially on like such a public stage. So I did say I was going to talk about Jersey Shore a little bit this week. So get ready. It's going to be a lot. (laughs) Buckle in. Hopefully you like Jersey Shore. But if I'm being honest, I think that Jersey Shore is basically what ended the hills Obviously, the last season of The Hills wasn't good, but I think it would have continued on if Jersey Shore didn't happen. We had this show that had Guido's getting drunk, hooking up and fighting. That was way more interesting than wondering if Kristen was going to, like, fake date Justin Bobby or fake fight Audrina. I also would like to formally blame this show for my drinking habits in my early 20s. I grew up watching Real World and saw how they drank. Then this show came out, and I was like, well... I guess I'm supposed to black out and make out with random people every single time I go out. It's actually insane that between December 2009 and December 2012, there were six seasons. They did travel to Miami and Italy, of course. I think the Italy season is one of my favorites. Also, in season three, it was bringing in almost 8 million viewers a night, which is fucking crazy. Like, so many people love this show, and I think season three is when they all banded, like, got together to make sure they were all getting paid the same. And Spencer mentioned that the Hills tried to do that, but Lauren refused. Who knows if that's true now that I say that out loud from, like, Spencer saying it. Like, if Kristen said it or Audrey and I might believe it, but Spencer, I don't know. But the Hills cast apparently was trying to all get paid the same and Lauren wouldn't wouldn't do it. I think we all owe an apology to Sam, including the cast, like, not just the people watching, Sometimes when I'm cleaning, I put the show on in the background and it's very obvious that the cast just thinks Sam's like being annoying, which she, she was a little bit. I mean, I thought Sam was being annoying too. And yes, she could be annoying, but she was also being like emotionally abused constantly. And I'm genuinely surprised that we never saw things get really physical between Sam and Ron. I guess I actually Sam punched him in the face once. I do remember that. So there was abuse on both sides. Like there was a lot of unhealthy things going on in that relationship. So one scene that always sticks out to me is Ron, like throwing her bed, like throwing all her stuff around the room. And during that scene, Mike just watched. No one tried to calm Ronnie down. And the guys are basically just like, Sam's all drama. Like, no, her bed's getting picked up and thrown across a room. Like, yeah, I'm going to be full of drama too. Just just a heads up. If you're ever going to come into my room and start throwing my shit around, drama's going to, I'm going to be drama. I'm going to have drama in my life. I'm going to be very dramatic. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to think of the word dramatic instead. I just kept saying I'm going to be drama. So, I mean, I think the guys should have stepped up. Even production never really got in between them. If two girls fought, production or security would be right there. During that fight, though, Sam gets sad because Ron breaks her glasses. And that, like, breaks me every time. That whole scene's really triggering for me. And I just, I'm like, now she can't see. Now he's taken away her sight. Like, he's thrown her bed. She, He's thrown all of her things. And now he's taken away her sight as well. I mean, that's a little dramatic to say, I guess. But again, if someone broke my glasses, I wouldn't be able to see well. I wouldn't be able to drive, that's for sure. And somebody asked me a long time ago if I thought that Mike and Snooki ever really hooked up. And my answer is yes. I feel like back then Mike was a monster, but I don't think he lied about it. And Snooki's reaction says a lot too. She flipped the fuck out. And I'm like, that, that makes me think you're a little guilty. And this is probably gonna sound messed up, Like, this is going to sound messed up. What I'm about to say, I'm not saying it's a good thing that this happened, okay? But I think that Snooki getting punched in the face is what made people tune in. Because before that, I only, like, casually watched. And if I missed an episode, it wasn't a big deal. But like when that happened, it was like, oh, shit, this is real. Like this girl just got punched in the face. And obviously that's TV. That's reality TV history. That's like a big part of reality TV history is her getting punched in the face. That guy was a gym teacher. I can still remember like what he looked like in the story and everything, but he lost his job from that. As he should. As he should. Like, I'm not trying to stick up for him. Like, yeah, lose your fucking job, you dick. I definitely think that Dina was a great addition to the cast. Her and Snooki are my absolute favorites to watch. Unfortunately, I'm too tall to be a meatball, but I would be very happy to join them in a day of drinking. I don't think I could keep up with them. There's no possible way I could. I think Where's the Beach is one of the greatest moments in reality TV history. Out of all the guys, Paulie's definitely my favorite. And I'm just talking about like the first half, not the reunion yet. I do have a piece about the reunion, like the reunion uh, seasons that have come up. But Vinny and Ron have always been my least favorite. Like Mike was awful, but at least like I found him kind of entertaining. Whereas Vinny and Ronnie, I just never liked them. And I can remember the controversy about how they weren't all actually Italian, I found this on Wikipedia and it said that people were up in arms because Snooki and Jay Wow are not Italian. Snooki is Chilean but was adopted as an infant by an Italian American family. Jay Wow is Irish and Spanish. Ronnie, Sammy, and Angelina are only partial Italians. Ronnie is part Puerto Rican, Sammy is part Greek, and Angelina is part Polish. Look at that, what drama, oh my god, drama, drama, drama. Jersey Shore like changed reality TV though, I don't care what anybody says. I think Laguna did and then like the Hills was really big and then Jersey Shore also changed how we saw reality TV, just my opinion. So talking about the reunion, like the reunion um, seasons that have recently come back. So I still can't believe that Sammy turned down MTV money but obviously she wanted to put her mental health ahead of a paycheck And not live with her former abuser, which I can give her total credit for. Like, a lot of credit. Because they get paid a lot of money to do that show. And she can only be making so much money from, like, her Instagram ads. I think that bringing Angelina back was smart. And I actually really like new Angelina. I mean, she's kind of gross, sometimes annoying. But it's her thing and she's just owning it. She's aware that that's who her character is. So, funny Angelina story. She slid into my DMs when Laguna Biatch was kind of just starting to do lives with people. And she said that she wanted to do one with me. We had it all set up and then she got a call back to go to like go back on Jersey Shore. And I never heard from her again. So I was ghosted by Angelina and we could have had an Angelina live, but it just didn't happen, unfortunately. And I have to say, I think it's weird how Polly and Vinny are still like trying to pull girls Like first season of the reunion, episode one or two, they were like super smash bros are back together and it made me want to throw up. I mean, Vinny's younger, Vinny's like 30, but Polly's like 40 something with a child and I'm like, dude, that's gross. Somehow Jenny has become my least favorite cast member and Situation is now my favorite. It's, it's crazy how the tables turn because I did like JWoww a lot when I was younger, but like now I can't stand her. I think she's very annoying. And Snooki says she isn't coming back after this last season. That's about to air because nobody knows how to take a joke anymore. She kind of ended up spinning it saying she really misses like being around her kids, which I definitely believe that. But apparently there was a huge blow up at Angelina's wedding. Her, Jenny and Dina gave a really messed up speech And they never really apologized. They were kind of like, we tried to do it as a joke, blah, blah, blah. No one took it as a joke. And it's like, just apologize. You messed up. And word on the street is Angelina is still not speaking to them. Somebody once asked me about 24, Jenny's boyfriend. And I think 24 is very guilty in the whole Angelina thing. I do think Angelina played into it too much, but he was ready to risk it all, and it doesn't matter because him and Jenny are still together. And that's kind of what I have for Jersey Shore. I know that there's probably a lot that I missed. I just, I like to do more of an overview of Jersey Shore. I mean, of, of different, like, shows when I go into them. But if you guys want me to, like, do a really, really bigger deep dive, it will take me a while to put it all together, especially now that I'm planning for, like, A live show and doing all that, but I will do it. Somebody mentioned One Tree Hill, and I already told you all, like, the background information, like, all the drama that happened on set that I know of, but I'd gladly, like, talk about, like, season one through three or something like that. Just let me know how you guys feel about it. Because I know some people love it, love like the pop culture. I know some people hate it. So I do try and keep it as even as possible. So yeah, that's really all I have. I don't really have any like much personal stuff. We got a new boss at work and I'm trying to deal with that. <laughs> ah, that's what I'll say about that. Um, I think whenever there's a lot of change, especially when you've been doing the same thing for a while, it's kind of difficult to deal with. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed that things get better at work because i feel like last week i aged myself like 40 years because of how horrible it was. So yeah. Let's put that in the let's uh let's put that out there. Let's all have a better week than we had last week and i cannot wait to do a live podcast and meet a lot of you. Hopefully you guys can come out for it. Yeah. And if you can't totally understand, but yeah, i hope you guys have an awesome week and like i said there's going to be two special guests at the podcast. One, you, di- you probably know who one is, but I don't think you'll guess who number two is. Oh, and I just quickly wanted to talk about something, as I do always, because I forget that I have things to talk about. Kale from Team Mom 2 is pregnant for the fourth time, and you know she was trying for that girl. You know she was really, really trying. Today we found out she's having another boy. She's having another boy. Holy shit, she's going to have four boys. And a lot of people DM me asking who the baby daddy is. There has been no confirmation, but I'm guessing that it's baby daddy number three, Chris. So yeah, there we have it. There we have some team mom drama right there. And also Dave and Janelle have been spotted on Broadway quite a bit in Nashville. And I really hope I never run into them. So please don't tell them about this podcast and all the bad things I say about them. But I hope you have an awesome week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you next week and keep your eyes open for tickets because I still don't have the link yet.